I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm George Lizos, spiritual teacher, psychic killer, and number one best-selling author. It wasn't long ago that I was stuck in a soul-draining job, held back by fears and limiting beliefs that stopped me from following my purpose and making a positive impact in the world. Fast forward past many hours of inner work and lessons learned, I now write books and teach courses to help you find and follow your purpose too. I created the Lit Up Lightworker podcast to empower you with simple, actionable, step-by-step -step spiritual tools and practices to overcome what holds you back and light up the world. If you're a spiritual seeker yearning for a more soulful and purposeful life, you're in the right place. Let's get started. 
Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the LitHub Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, let me remind you that my third book, Protect Your Light, a practical guide to energy protection, cleansing and cutting cords, is now available to order globally on Amazon. When you get the book, you also get the psychic scanning online workshop for free, during which I'll guide you to turn on your psychic vision and scan your body for all types of energy attack so you can clear them. And you can go to protectyourlightbook.com to get all the details. Also, my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, also has the Life Purpose Bootcamp workshop that comes for free with it. So make sure to go to lightworkersgottawork.com to get all the details about that as well. Also, make sure to download one of the free guides that I have in the description of this episode that will guide your spiritual journey. You will find guides on finding your purpose, developing your intuition and protecting your energy. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to rate and subscribe and make sure to share the episode with friends that you know will enjoy it. In today's episode, we're talking all about the Tree of Life. Now, the Tree of Life is one of those spiritual symbols that we're all familiar with, but have a hard time understanding and explaining. I mean, at least this has been my experience with it so far. However, many times I read about it, I still have a hard time getting my head around it. Yet, I think that the reason it's such a popular spiritual symbol is because it holds the essence of the spiritual journey. It is therefore a framework that we can use for spiritual ascension. So in this episode of the podcast, I chat with David Wells about his new oracle deck, the Tree of Life Oracle, published by Hay House. David's explanation of the Tree of Life is super clear and specific, and his oracle deck provides a practical tool that you can use to follow your purpose and evolve on your spiritual journey. The Tree of Life, specifically the Kabbalah's Tree of Life, is a central concept in various esoteric and mystical traditions, including Hermeticism. It is a symbolic diagram that represents the structure of reality, the interconnectedness of existence, and the spiritual journey of an individual. In Hermeticism specifically, the Tree of Life is often interpreted through the lens of the Hermetic tradition, which is a system of spiritual, philosophical, and magical beliefs that are attributed to Hermes Trismegistus. Specifically, in this episode of the podcast, you will learn how to utilize the symbolism of the Tree of Life to follow your purpose, ways of working with the cards for healing, the secrets and wisdom of the Kabbalah, and you'll learn how to harness the power of Kabbalah to help change yours and other people's lives. Once you're done listening to the episode, make sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let us know how you enjoyed it and enjoy this episode with David Wells. David Wells is an astrologer, past life therapist, author, and teacher. For 25 years, he has studied the wisdom of Kabbalah to learn more about himself and fulfill his life purpose. David now teaches others to use Kabbalah to help them make positive and powerful changes in their lives and runs a Tree of Life membership site. David, welcome to the Lit of Lightworker podcast. Hi, George. Good to be here. Good to see you. It's wonderful to have you here, and I'm excited to talk about the Kabbalah. It's something that I've been dancing around for many years. I've been reading about, found fascinating, but never quite like got into it. I had someone on the podcast in the past to give us the introduction, but I always wanted to dive deeper into the Tree of Life specifically, and I was so happy to see that you have a deck come out, and you also have a book about the Kabbalah as well. 
So I want to hear a little bit first, before we get started talking about the deck, about your own experience with discovering the Kabbalah and working with it. What has been your journey to being where you are today? Um, well, it started uh, with an awakening, which was an uncomfortable one. It was an illness one, as some people often have. Then it kind of led me to the door of, of Kabbalah. I, I pronounce it Kabbalah. Doesn't... Yes. Um, but the I think the beauty of it was it was so synchronistic. I had the opportunity a couple of years before I actually started. Didn't see it, really, because you know, I was young and foolish and had other things on my mind. And then fate pulled me back to it and it felt very fateful so the um, introduction was first of all through astrology so I had a, a just took a basic astrology course and then it led into these teachings that were um, took many many years to be honest it was a, a very long-term thing but the beauty of it was for me and the magic for me was that as I was studying it it comes into your life it's like it's not like instant manifestation it's it's very subtle. It's very, uh, it, it kind of, you know, it kind of comes in and then you do the work and you think, ah, there's the lesson, if you know, if you know what I mean. Um, and it just does that all the time with me. Plus, I'm really not that well organized, to be honest with you, George, a bit scatty. Um, it helps me organize my my teachings. It helps me organize the information that's coming in massively sim full of symbols it's a very symbolic thing obviously the center of it is the tree of life with massive symbol and that really works for me in terms of i know where to go you know i know i know where to go and where things are that really works for me so it's like a framework it's a spiritual framework about life essentially and therefore it helps you understand things and put things in the right category and channel information in a specific way which i also like structure as well so i always love me a framework a formula something that i can look at to help guide me and understand things on a deeper way especially when it comes to like deep spiritual lessons yeah so what is kabbalah kabbalah or kabbalah depending on how people <laughs> how you it. say it because i know that there is one with q and then with k and then there are different ways to like spell it as well <laughs> as c's and all sorts of things yeah, yeah. I, you know that's why um you know i took the word the out of it people said the i took that out of my um when i wrote it because yes it's not a the it's a you know all-encompassing yes and it is it is different things for different people and it's taught in very different ways and i think that was part or is part of the confusion because you don't know is this a judaic is it christian is it what, what what is it um for me it's a magical system end of story it's a magical system and to try to fully understand it you know it's a mystery for a purpose uh the dependent on who you ask it was given to humanity by an archangel, by Michael, or some say Raphael. Some then say it's obviously it's linked, as these things usually are, to you know it could be Atlantis, it could be Egypt, it could be all of these things are in the mix. But we do know that it became uh, something very tangible. It, the libraries of Alexandra, they people would meet there from different faiths, different, and I think that's where it really got its shape because lots of different faiths, lots of different people. Um, you know, have helped build this particular tree. And then we go into the realms of, you know, 18th century, 19th century teachers, and we go into the unfortune and more modern, you would say, teachers. And they, this is the point of the deck, really, to be honest with George, it's complicated. All of that is, I can pick up a book from one of these incredible teachers and still read a page and think, I really need a cup of tea 
and I need to sit with this for an hour, even after having studying for so long, because it has to sink in. I, I, what? Um, and that's the beauty of it. So I really thought, like like you were saying, if we strip it right back to, uh, I call it given Kabbalah, because I can't imagine that if it was given from, from an archangel or given from a divine source, that that divine source went, of course, on the 14th path, you must remember there's this, 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 this. That's a human thing. You know, that's a very human thing. So I've tried to bring it back to its, its most basic so that we can start there. And then actually, to be honest, it's up to the individual then where they go with it, how far they go with it, what particular route they take. And again, something really important with it is you could study the tree sitting beside me and we would both see very different things. That It's very personal. That's the beauty of it. I didn't realize it was that ancient when you talked about the libraries of Alexandria, because that was like the late antiquity. It was where there was a lot of syncretism between different religions coming together and sharing and trade was there. And therefore people started exchanging information. So it makes sense to have combined different things to create something new. This is where like hermeticism came came up as well. And the Kibalion and all of that, they all, they all they, I, th I feel late antiquity is where magic thrived. And then the Middle Ages came and destroyed everything. So yeah. it, it's yeah, a good thing it, it stuck. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's thousands and thousands of years old. And, and you know, it, the thing with it is, you can pick up one book and it'll say it'll be attributed to this, and pick up another and it'll be attributed to that. And that's a study or in and of itself. And I dip in and out and find it fascinating. But for me, it's the ultimate end goal. I always liken it to when I open my fridge door and I get a cold drink. I do not know how it makes it cold. I know there's some kind of wizardry going on there with science and things, but my drink is cold. And that for me is with this, it works. When you study it, it works. That's yes. central to it. Yes. Now let's talk a little bit about the difference between Kabbalah with a Q and a K and a C. Because I'm, I'm still confused. <laughs> Some are, the Christian Kabbalah, um, I think, is C. Now, I'm not really your favorite with that. So, you know, but the K tends to be the Judaic one, and the Q tends to be the Hermetic Western mystic tradition. So yes. it tends to be the difference with them. And there are differences in the way they're taught, differences in, um, e even within the Q, there is different, people will put different planets in different Sephira. Sephira, the circles on the trees, Sephira singular sephiroth plural um so some people will put pluto at the top some i use neptune because it makes more sense to me um so and that's how i was taught which is why it makes more sense to me um so there is and again this adds to the confusion and to me it's this let's make it as confusing as possible so so that when people come to it they either go oh shit, way too confusing or if they're really kind of interested to go wait a minute let me just let me just sliver on down through here and more than that. And uh, do you know what I mean? It's that's part of its mystery. But yes. generally speaking, the K and the one that Madonna does, which is recognized as K, is more of the Judaic tradition. But then you have the LAK, which I think is different to the Judaic K. And then, you know, rabbis will teach this. So it's. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm glad you brought Madonna into it because I had her as a reference for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a different, she does a different one to me. I I can see, and I have looked at it and, um, you know, followed it. Uh, the K, the institution in London and things, and wonderful teachings, but they are slightly different. I see the difference in them um, because, yes. of course, predominantly. I love the Hermetic one because of the myths, because of the stories and the legends within the pathways and the and the way in which we study um, the planets. You know, it's very Greco-Roman for me, but it doesn't have to be. It can be Egyptian if that's your thing. It can be Hindu if that's where you're at. It can yeah. be Norse. All, all the gods are on it, you know, the Norse, Hindu, whatever. They're, they're all there. They're, I mean, you, my teacher used to say you can find everything from a godhead to a London bus on the Tree of Life. You can attribute I love that. something. And it is true. You know, you can, you can. I've done this. I've taught it using shoes. I've taught it using cakes. Um, so like the top, which is very ethereal and magical and white, would be a meringue. And right at the bottom, which is very earthy, would be a big old fruitcake. You know, so it's, it's you can attribute everything to it. Let's go deeper into that and talk a little bit about the tree of life because we yeah. all know the symbol. It's a beautiful symbol. It's iconic. Yeah. Now, what is a tree of life and how do we start understanding it? I think, first of all, lose the idea that it's an actual tree. Um, it is a symbol. Yeah, so it's a symbol. So starting to study it, yeah, it seems daunting because, you know, you have all of these circles and all these lines and it's like, what? But if you have, particularly if you have any kind of um, understanding of a of astrology and of tarot, then this really, really helps because that's what the tree is built of. You know, it's built of um, the circles are the planets and the paths, the, so the lines between are the major arcana of the tarot the minor arcana are still there they're associated with each of the circles so circle number five is all the fives circle number four is all the fours you know that's an obvious reference um so that symbol once you start to come down into its very um simplistic way of doing it what i the way i teach it is we start at the bottom, which is called Malkuth. Then you work up just through the Sephara, Sephiroth. Then you start to work on the paths. Now, the beauty, I think, of it is that no matter which part you're studying, the formula is the same. So I would ask people to look at their chart, save them. Yes, or they're the moon. I would get them to look at the moon in their life. Then I would reference it to Kabbalah. Then I would reference it to the moon tarot. So you, the moon in tarot. So then you, you repeat that. You look at Venus, then you look at Mars, and then you look at well, Venus and 
then you would look at the sun, then you would look at Mars, then you would look at Jupiter. Then when you've done all that, you start on the path workings. And again, you start at the bottom, you start on the universe path, which is uh, 32. Then you go to the judgment path. which is, so, you, so you use the tarot and the astrology um, and using that formula, you understand the tree more, but the important thing is it brings it into your life. You know, the amount of times that students will say, I didn't really think this would happen, but oh my God, this this has happened and it's so the star path, it's so the justice path, it's so the, the lover's path. We were just talking about that. And that's what I think is the beauty of it. It's not a quick job, George. <laughs> yeah, because it combines so much. There's astrology, there is tarot, there is so much things that come into it. Yes. So it's it's for people who are like serious about their spiritual path and they they, they want to like go deeper. And yeah. because it's such a complex system, it kind of allows you to go deeper, I suppose, and, and get the details and understand things on, on, on a deeper spiritual level. And I feel like the Kabbalah is something that it, it keeps on giving. Like the, the, the deeper you go into it, the more you can get and you can do, you can, you can see the same like path, for example, like so many times and each time you're going to go deeper and you're going to understand uh, things on, on a much uh, more deeper level. Now, you have different types of cards I've noticed and I've just shared a few of them with like the whole deck essentially with uh, with viewers. You talk, you, you have the magical forces, the Sephiroth and the mm -hmm. paths of Tarot, which is basically the, the major arcana and mm -hmm. then the Symbolarium. Can we talk a little bit about the intention behind these four different types of cards? starting with magical forces yeah i think that was really for me they're the structural cards you know they they are the cards that show you how the thing works and physically on our bodies as well the tree sits on our bodies um so our right shoulder or left hip whatever and, and huh. we can associate yeah. that with as far as well so also um these cards i think for me whilst they have their own divination you can also take them out so say for example i'm not feeling very centered so you take out the middle pillar you put it as your significant and what will center me more and then take out another card or two or three or however you feel uh, some people like to read always with three for me it's that's the case it's usually three cards for me um some people for one then you can but it also helps you understand the structure of the tree as you go along so you if you're taking out the card and it constantly it might come out as the pillar of mercy then you will think okay this card's coming up so am i being over generous am i not being generous enough you know am i being it's a shield arm so am i being too protective am i you know maybe helping someone out when actually you should be stepping back and letting them do it themselves so it, all these messages are there within them um the savara are they're powerhouses of planetary energy but something i'd like to say george is the astrology and the major tarot whilst you might think you know the tarot and that's definitely influenced and clearly by the imagery it's influenced the paths of the tree of life and the major arcana are kind of cousins not necessarily yeah. twins you know that there are slight differences in them is the beauty of them so you might be reading the book and thinking wait mm, i'm not sure that's the justice card but actually cabalistically it is so if you then take with the structural cards so you know that this path that you're working with runs from say there's the um the tower path which runs between hard which is number eight and with number seven which is net second runs in the middle it's the tower card 
So then you start to realize this is about my conscious mind, which is hot, and my feelings, which is netzak, and the tarot card is very much about that, trying to find what's going on between those two things. That helps you then understand the structure of the tree. Mm. So, and also for manifestation, if you want to bring in more energy, say uh, you want to bring in, uh, probably using this the safari, to be honest, if you want to bring in change and you bring in Mars, that's a big change. The Gabura card is, I love the Gabura card. She's taking <laughs> no prisoners. You know, it's an incredibly fiery, powerful, karmic card. But if you bring that in, and meditate on it and go into it, it will help you understand what needs to be unlocked from a karmic perspective, because that's what that card also deals with. Or you could meditate on um, something maybe like the nine, uh, sorry, a yes or card, which is more about your intuition. It's more about your desire and your need to trust your intuitive self more. It's also a past life placement. So I think in knowing that, backing up with some astrology and say for example car keeps coming back to you yes we know the we know the astrology of the majors um is there we know that um for example we know the tower card is mars um but if you look at the astrology then in your chart if you know your astrology you think okay where is mars in my chart okay mars is an aries in the sixth house so this then is going to be me trying very hard to get more systems into my life, but putting a lot more effort into what it is I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, so you just, you can piece it together that way, or you can just use it as a simple, straightforward Oracle divination. Take a card. What kind of day am I having? Look at the magician card. I mean, I love her. I just yes. love that card. And let's just mention, and, and a big round of applause um, to Roberta Opwood, who did these images at Soulbird Art is her a name on insta she's just and these are hand painted then these aren't digital these are watercolor painted um, wow images yeah yeah just and, wow. and you can see the symbolism i mean here's the ouroboros here like there yeah. is so much like deep symbolism here from from the tarot from astrology as well i, th yeah. I think i think i could oh here's the uh, the infinity sign symbol yeah, as well the magician always and you can <laughs> you can always see like the astrological signs like yeah in the designs as well which is very interesting because they can be interpreted in so many different ways absolutely like, and i love to remember that if you look at this darth card that you've got up at the moment um yes. which is deep knowledge and it's a very it's a hidden temple really or it doesn't actually have a temple it's the the safara that isn't a safara it's all secrets and abyss and things but if you look at it um she's managed to put the in it the heart because pluto um astronomically when you look at pictures of pluto has a heart on it um actually yeah. physically has a heart on it and and she's put it in there which i think is beautiful because oh it, here it is yeah 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 that's wow. actually physically on pluto when you look at get an image of pluto up on your computer and you will huh. see it there and it's um i've loved that yeah oh it's my god so interesting yeah it's, it's it's such an intricate kind of symbolism which i yeah. i love this kind of decks because they are complex you they're, they're not just like superficial you can read them on a, on a very deep level now Absolutely. how do you envision people using the deck you talked about first of all using it as an oracle deck we can use it as like frequencies like because each card holds a frequency and codes that you can use to meditate with and it yeah. creates healing and transformation within you it brings a card into your life are there any other ways that we can use this deck for I think if you're an astrologer, you could plot your entire birth chart using the cards. 
Wow. You know, which so you could put the the sapphire around the outside, for example, as as the signs, or use the um, the majors for the signs, um, and then plat, uh, maybe use the sapphire as the planets on your on your chart, and just tie the two together. So tie the two cards together. Um, I think meditating on the cards is is amazing. So hold the card and just do that thing where you really center yourself. You keep looking at the card and then close your eyes, keep it in your mind's eye. And then um, there's a meditation where you just walk into the card and communicate with the being or with yes. the animals or the creatures of the card, come back out and take the messages from that. Um, also for, for physical studies. So you mentioned the books with the books, you could um, now there's an image as well that you can have that will relate to um, the Sephara, which are, the books are Sephiroth. They're, they're not, uh, the paths aren't really included in it, but certainly the Sephiroth you could use. Um, but just, also use your traditional deck alongside it so for example you could put the whole tree of life out using the cards so starting at, at the top with Ketha and Malkuth at the bottom put the cards out in that tree of life format just the way it is in their natural places just using the safara then use them as questioners so for example as we've been talking about Mars um, you would go to Gabura you have the Gabura card and then the question before you chose your normal your your regular or your your tarot card that you like would simply be um, what is a karmic influence in my life? Or it could be, what do I really need to put more energy into shifting? And then take the card and answer the question. So mm. use it as a grid, as well as um, as well as well other things, really. Many yeah, it can be a, yeah, a journal prompt, essentially, that you can use uh, like to, to go deeper, to write about it, etc. And something that I always like to do is I like to pick a card for the day and I just have it in front of me. And it infuses like my day with the energy and the frequencies of that card, which is uh, amazing. Yeah. But what do you and, do, George, if it's a card you don't like? <laughs> uh, I, I had that yesterday because right now I'm using the, the Healing Waters by, by Rebecca Campbell. And mm -hmm. the card was Stagnant Waters and it came up second day in a row. And I'm like, you know what? It's the shadow aspect of life. There's something for me here to explore as well. So let's not yeah. shy away from it. I'm a Leo, so I love the sunshine and like looking on the positive side of life. And I used to shy away from the shadow, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just leaning into it. So I I, I like the, the quote unquote negative cards because they're just like creating opportunities for change and growth. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's go deeper. So I think, I th would you say that the, the tree of life allows and encourages that kind of exploration going both into the shadow but also into the sun 100 percent. the whole thing's about balance and it's it's exactly what you said if those cars come up and they especially when they're real car then there's work to be done there i think the whole point of the tree of life really is this uh, awakening it's your awareness it's your complete awareness you know and however that works for you and we we all have that part of our nature where, where we need to bring more light in, right? We need to bring more light in. And that's something I love about the deck and love about the tree is that, you know, some when you're learning it and you're learning it, you know, pretty much full time, it some of the stuff is difficult. It's very interpersonal relationships and um, the way in which you resonate with family matters. And, you know, it's nothing's, nothing's off the table, nothing at all. Um, so it offers you that ability then to magically move through it as well as physically, because the two go together, right? You can't, you know, you have to act on it. It's no point in getting yeah. great cards if you're sitting going, oh, the cards were lovely today. What? 
looking <laughs> around you, you know, um, then then using it, I think, is key. And it, it's been a huge we've all had a difficult few years, you know, um, but, you know, it's been I've gone through my second Saturn return, with, which was conjunct Pluto. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, indeed. And so they, they've been very difficult. And there's been times when my faith has truly been tested, but I've come out mm. the other side of it. And the tree's been absolute, um, an absolute rock in that terms. I suppose it will be like the perfect tool to work with during like certain returns when we're going through life changes, because it is such a complex uh, symbol that allows us to explore those complex times of our lives. David, where can people get to know more about you and the deck and work with you? Uh, my website's davidwells.co.uk and my Instagram is davidwells underscore spirited. And that's probably the best place to be honest yeah you no know, i i am really bad at the old social thing scorpio rising you know it's a thing it's a breakthrough thing we've got to get past that but uh, <laughs> but the but at least i'm true to type right uh it's um yeah so there and also the books and and um the so, david now i gotta know so you're scorpio rising so what's what's everything else what's your sun sign and moon <laughs> My sun sign's Gemini, so I'm eighth house Gemini, so yeah. Scorpio, and my moon is Sagittarius. Oh, so you have a good balance of like different like uh, elements there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have my chart as a splash chart, so the like yeah. they just dropped planets. And went well, well, that'll do. <laughs> so yeah, perfect. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. All the links for your books and the website and the deck, of course, will be available in the show notes below for everybody to check out. And everybody, go get your copy of the Tree of Life Oracle. David, thank you so much for coming onto thank the you. podcast. Thank you so much, George. It's a joy to see you as ever. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before you go, make sure to grab your free workbook to find your life purpose at georgelizas.com forward slash life purpose. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.